This is the Three to Win Podcast, sharing optimal steps to win your day, month, and year. Your money and your life are like crossroads, and when they meet, true success can be discovered. Our Real Talk conversations are about creating fulfillment throughout your life's journey. And now, here is the Life Catecture team. Hi, welcome to the Three to Win Podcast. I am Rich, and I am joined by my partners, John and Matt. Hello. We're going to have a theme song. Welcome to the Three to Win, where every day you can begin to win, win, win. No, we're not going to We do have that. a theme song. It's our intro to the show. I know, and it's yes. kind of cool. It's really cool. I like it. We really liked it, and we think the, the young woman that did the intro and does the extra outro. Yes. Is it tro? Outro. The bitro <laughs> is awesome. She's great. So yep. thank you for being here. If this is your first time, welcome to the Three to Win podcast. If you've been here before, welcome back. And if you subscribe, we love you. When you listen to the Three to Win podcast, what you going to get? You're going to get the three of us talking about stuff that we think might help you win your day, win your life, win your relationships, win your expenses, win your money, win everything. We can't help you win lotto. We can't help you win volleyball. But you know what? We're going to help you win at something. Today, we want to talk about something that y'all can relate to, being busy. Now, I didn't say getting busy. That's a whole other podcast. We don't do that podcast. We're talking about being busy. Can y'all relate to being B-U-S-Y busy? Because a lot of you guys have a J-O-B, whether that's at home or outside of the home, it doesn't matter. But being busy is something that we all carry around like a backpack filled with bricks. So let's talk about being busy, what to do with that, how to deal with that, how to make time for yourself. We're going to do the best we can to kind of share some things. Now, in our last podcast that we um, did, we talked about three ways to win. And we talked about this whole concept um, of doing three things a day. And if you did three things a day, that's 1,095 things that you would be doing a year to make yourself better. If you haven't checked out that podcast, go check it out. But don't worry, they're not in order. It's all good. You can listen to them however you want. But we got a lot of feedback from that podcast, especially I did on social media on my TikTok. So for those of you, my TikTok friends and followers, thank you for being here. Appreciate you guys. But um, for, even for those of you who are not, we had a lot of feedback about how helpful that was, especially some of the things that we shared. And I want to just come right out and say, I talked a little bit in that last podcast about what I call my anxiety list. Now, normally I like to name things more positive, like, you know, instead of calling it my anxiety list, maybe I should have called it my get it done and feel great list. But I call it my anxiety list because I have anxiety over things. And when I write it down um, and I cross it off, I feel better. It's something that I do pretty regularly, but to be honest, started kind of drifting away from it a little bit, started upping it right before we did the podcast. And since the podcast, I've got to say, it's helped me out a lot. So I think if nothing else, you know, they talk about self-care, you know, self-help podcast. Maybe this podcast is just here for me to help myself. Well, but Rich, you know, you know, our thoughts are our thing. Our thoughts are things, right? And so then things. we talked about it, we verbalized, and then yes. it kind of reminded us to get back at it. Well, I'm not happy about the changes that I made from Let's our last podcast jump, because I, I have right been peeing like a racehorse. John's, <laughs> one of his three things is to drink a gallon of water a day. Yes. So I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to our own advice and I'm going to try something. And so I figured out how many I have to drink of my water bottles here. And it's, it's six. Um, I peed three times the other night and this might be TMI. And I'm so sorry for sharing information that uh, you might not care about, but a TMI, I need a, a TMI is better than a UTI. <laughs> exactly. So Boom. I was trying to, I guess my next thing is to figure out how to space out drinking a gallon over a 
a day's period of time without front or back loading it all towards the evening time frame. So I'm trying to do that around meal time. But yes, I have, I'm working towards a better mat. Well, I like what you did because first of all, a uh, uh, big shout out to John Kennedy for improving our urinary health. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that the cool thing that you're doing with the whole water bottle thing is you, you're doing this rubber band thing. I love little hacks like that because yeah, smart. I write stuff down. So Matt, just, I can either explain it or just better to yeah, go. So away. I have like this metal water bottle. I'm like, how am I going to remember to drink six? Like I get to three and be like, was that three or was that four? So I put like little rubber bands around and I just kind of roll them up or roll them down the bottle depending on like what number it's on of the day. And it gives me a visual representation of like, how far am I away from this goal um, of, of drinking a gallon a day? And so I've met it one, let's see, we shot our podcast, I don't know, last week. I've met the goal one time, but I know that I drink either four or five, and in one case, six um, bottles of, of, of water, which they're roughly about 20 ounces. So roughly six of those is, gets me to a gallon. And so at least I know like how far away from my goal I was. And it's not just some random filling it up at the, at the refrigerator. So that's actually really smart, Matt. I think you're going to change the way I do it because I fill up a gallon, which takes like five minutes at night. I like hold it at the fridge. I spill water all over the place. I fill up this gallon from my fridge every night. And then like it's in the other room. And I forget about it. And, you know, so. Well, I just, I just, I just like that Matt's finding ways to use the rubber bands. He normally puts his man bun in. Um, <laughs> no. And so for all of you that are listening, obviously you can't see us. Matt does not have anything even close to a man bun at all. I don't know. You had a COVID haircut going on there for a little while. I did. I had the did. Beard and the hair. Uh, yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. I cleaned things up. You had a Corona look. So let's talk a little bit about this. Let's talk about being busy. And um, Matt, I know that you had shared, uh, so I'm going to punt right to you. Yeah. I know you shared like a little bit of a quote about being busy. And I think um, I liked it, the, the whole concept of, um, you know, what that means. Like when someone yeah. says, I'm busy. Now look, let's, let, let me do a preface. Let me, let me just say something. People get very defensive about busy. You know, everyone gets defensive. No one likes to be told, you're not busy or you're not that busy or you, and, and we, in no means. So if we had the little like fast talking, you know, lawyer speak before, uh, like when they have the medication commercials, this might cause them. I was again bombing. And in the event that you feel like, yeah. so this is the preface. We know everyone's busy. Busy is a real thing. We know you got a lot on your plate. So this is not about diminishing it. This is about looking at it in a different way. As Wayne Dyer used to say, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So this is helping you to look at busy from a different perspective. Well, and especially in today's context, I'm really glad you brought that up, Rich. You know, listen, some of us are just struggling to, you know, to make it. So this is in no way, um, you know, something that that is anything more or less than that. But my, my point, and really today's podcast is about finding time for yourself. And the, the rationale behind that is, is you can't be at your best performance at your peak without being able to recharge the batteries every now and again. And the, one of the things that I've always talked about this with my clients, my entrepreneur clients, or just in general, somebody is that they, they're just so busy. They're so busy. And whenever they say that, I just, I have to remind them that, um, that you're not necessarily too busy. You've just not prioritized yourself in the, in that part of the schedule. And so I just try to make very conscious um, with my personal schedule that I have built in time there for me and, and just to make sure that I'm always at the top of my game. And uh, I just find that's incredibly important. You know, can we, can we talk about another quote that we use a lot in meetings where we say we want to prioritize the important things over the, the urgent things? Because 
in the context of like financial planning and meeting with clients, how easy is it to say, yeah, I, I was too busy to do the budget or I was too busy to focus on X, Y, Z in my, in my financial health, but it's still really important. So being busy is a reality for all of us, but we still have to find better ways to prioritize things that at least if we're going to then define them as important to us, we got to, we got to fulfill that promise to ourselves. Absolutely. I've just found if, if I, you know, if I don't have that chance to, um, to exercise and, you know, Rich is, Rich is a big exercise guy. I mean, you, you make time in your schedule for that. You, you can't function without that, without those big guns you got. Those are important to you. I mean, I've seen you do the water jugs in the neighborhood. I mean, for those you don't know, we, all, so, we so all live, we all live in the same neighborhood. So we, we not only podcast, we also uh, walk past each other with our dogs. But uh, I've seen Rich, yeah, especially out on the front lawn with the water jugs uh, doing lunges. So it's kind of funny. So that those of you, you might, uh, people that just are like, what? So we're talking about water a lot. We must be thirsty. <laughs> yeah, so what's, what's John, John and Matt drink a lot of water. Um, you know, when the gyms were closed down, I had my Zephyr Hills water, big giant five gallon water bottles. And I was uh, putting one in each hand because I weighed them in their 40 pounds and I was doing lunges, but my tile floor was kind of slippery. So I was doing it on the sidewalk out front. So I had one in each hand and I was doing lunges up and down um, the sidewalk and John and Matt were both, you know, they were, they were laughing at me a little bit, but then they were giving me props for it because I was just trying to find a way to innovate. But I think it's funny that, um, you know, John, you said something that I, I literally wrote this down and then you said what you just said. And I wrote down that, especially in the financial world, we, we tell people, you tell people, you have to have a budget. And what a budget, like as a, as a non-finance person for me, a budget is, this is what you're spending, this is how much you have, this is how much you need to put out, this is how much is coming in. But what I realized is, and tell me if this makes sense, we don't have a life budget. People don't budget their day. And what if we looked at our day the same way we looked at a budget? What if you said like, okay, hypothetically, I make $60,000 a year, and you know, this is my car payment. This is my rent or my mortgage. This is this, this is that, this is the, you know, whatever you, you, you budget that all out. And then you break it down to a daily thing. Like, yo, you know, I cannot spend more than, you know, $7 and 48 cents on lunch, or, you know, I'm going to bring lunch to work or I'm, you know, going to whatever, whatever the case may be, just hypothetically, you budget out the daily budget. Like you guys walk people through that, especially people that are struggling with debt and all these different things. But what if we looked at our day in the same way? And that's kind of what my anxiety list is that I that I shared that where I write down the things that are freaking me out but what if at the either the end of the day probably better at the end of the day into the next day you actually budget your day like I've got 24 hours here are the things that no matter what I have to do I have to get the kids to school or I have to get to work or I have to feed the dog or blah 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 and then what if you looked at your day you know when we say we're busy a lot of times you could also go I mean, I'm going to just say for myself, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. And then if I was really super honest with myself, there are some days where I'm wall to wall and I literally had nothing but work and family and it was crazy. But if I'm really honest, there were some days where I burned up some time on some things that maybe weren't productive. So let's talk about that because that's just being real. You know, that's just being real. Like Matt, you brought up going to the gym and working out. I build that into my day and my days sometimes are crazy, crazy busy, especially when I was traveling, which I haven't been doing so much lately, but I build that into my day. So sometimes, not that I'm saying I'd be judgy, but sometimes when I'd see somebody who has a very similar schedule to mine, they're like, oh, I just don't know when I could fit that in. But yeah, then I hear them talking about like they binge watched, you know, Stranger Things on Netflix for, you know, three hours. 
there's also a way to there's also a way to customize it to yourself. You know, you right. you do like going to the gym. I literally don't have time to go to the gym with you know kids younger than yours. Um, you know, a business that we're running, and and not I'm not any more or less busy than you. In fact, I think you're especially with the line of work that you're in, Rich. You're extremely busy. In fact, you're sometimes not even home in in, in you know, and I'm Normally. I'm home a lot. Yeah. So you know, my for mine was okay. I need to, I need to get exercise. What can I do? So I made the investment of buying a Peloton. They're very expensive. So. You know, again, it's, it's, it was something that I wanted to invest in myself with, but now there's literally no excuse. I need five seconds to be able to get into workout clothes, hop on the bike, do whatever I need to do and get off. So there's ways to say, okay, in this, in this context of needing to work out as one of the things that you, maybe you have to have, there's ways to think outside the box about it. And again, not necessarily outside the box because it's readily accessible to everybody who has means to, to be able to before that. But my point is that there's ways to accomplish those goals. Um, and it might not necessarily just be what's in front of you. Yeah. And, and to that point, to go to John, I think about, you know, so you have the, you know, the Peloton, which is like you said, is a, is a, is a, a pricey thing that not everybody can afford. But then I know John, a lot of times with, with certain calls and certain types of meetings that you do, because I live right next door to you, I see you walking your dog. And sometimes yep. like I go up to talk to you and you wave to me and you point to your <laughs> ears and I realize like you're on your ear pods. Not like, always rich. Sometimes he just doesn't want to say hi. I mean, I do the sometimes, same thing too. Sometimes, sometimes he's just, just sometimes really he's good. just, sometimes he's just listening to Backstreet Boys, but <laughs> he is definitely doing something. So that's relatively inexpensive. So John, talk about that. The dog walk meeting thing. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, to, to what you guys are talking about and I don't mean to make it sound selfish, but you can't be the best version of yourself if you don't take some time for yourself to what, whether that's exercise or, you know, like in my case, because we've all been working home so much from home so much, um, I, I feel cooped up in the house. Sometimes I just need to get outside. It doesn't matter that it's like 95 degrees in Florida right now, but, uh, I'll go out and walk the dog and take a phone call. And I'll usually start the call. If, it, if it's with a client, I'll kind of say, like, I'll preface it with like, Hey, I hope you don't mind. If it's a problem, I can go back inside and call you. But right now I've been, you know, I've been sitting at the desk all day. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have a conversation that doesn't require me to be in front of the computer screen. So we can chat a little bit. You'll hear some wind near my dog bark because he barks at other dogs like a maniac, but most people have a lot of grace with it. They like that, you know, they, and, and it's important for me just to get some, I want to get my steps in. I try to hit 10,000 steps a day. So I want to get my steps in and, and do something for me while I'm still working. But that stuff's just so critical to focus on on you a little bit. So let's break this down. So first of all, here's what I'm hearing. So we looked at being busy. So for example, if using Matt's example of drinking water where he wants to achieve the goal of drinking a gallon of water a day, um, he has to make it simple for himself so that it he creates a process where he can track that and do that and budget that. So for him, it's putting rubber bands on the bottle. So every time he drinks, he puts a rubber band on the bottle and you know, he knows he's had six when he reaches the six rubber band level or, or however he does it. So it's finding the things that you need to incorporate into your day. So first of all, you got to budget that. So you budget your day. So you say, okay, the mandatories are work, you know, the house stuff, for those of you that have kids, some of you don't, whatever the kids, the pets, all that kind of stuff. You write all your mandatory stuff and you guesstimate, how much this takes you every day. So I work from you know 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Let's say you're a 12 hour shift worker, you're a nurse or you're a teacher and you're working from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m., whatever the case may be. 
Um, and then I've got, you know, dinner for myself, for my family, my significant others, whatever. You budget all that stuff and you figure out how much that, and then you do like almost like Matt's rubber band thing. And you say, but here's the things that I'm going to incorporate in my day, my busy day for myself. So it is then, you know, budgeting that in. It's programming, putting that in. Just because you're giving to someone else um, doesn't mean you have to take away from yourself. Just because you're giving to clients, just because you're giving to family or loved ones or significant others or kids does not mean that that has to be at the expense of yourself. So just like you guys would always say in the finance world, and I've heard both of you say it, pay yourself first, right? You're saying like when your paycheck yep. comes, you know, if you can, even if it's two bucks out of your paycheck, like I have a 22 year old son and I'm like, I don't care if your paycheck is $300, take out $5 out of every paycheck, put it in your savings account, pay yourself first. So you guys, what, what we're suggesting and what we're trying, what we're working on too, we're works in progress is how do you take care of yourself first? And you have to find shortcuts that make it easier for you. And you have to be kind of flexible about it. So John, you know, you tell clients, Hey, you're gonna hear my dog bark. You're gonna hear the wind blow and they understand it. And I'm, I bet zero times out of 10, somebody said, no, that's not going to work for me. You, you've got to be in a quiet office and that's going to be that. Well, I even think of like, you know, not entrepreneurs who are working outdoors all day. You know, we keep talking about like wanting to go out and getting a good sweat. I think of our landscaper right now, who's a tremendous guy. His name is Carl. He's a really good friend of our show. Um, really, really great guy, but I think he's an entrepreneur. So he is outside all day long, you know, landscaping and, and managing his team to make sure like our homes look really, really nice. And the last thing I'm sure he wants to do is go shoot hoops or go work out or go do those things. Maybe he needs a quiet book in a cool room, you know? So it's not even just the outdoors or, or getting stuff done. It's also thinking the other way for those of you that are listening to the show that are, are standing on your feet all day long or that nurse. Um, you know, who's, who's worked that 12 hour shift, who hasn't sat down once sitting in a room with a book. Um, and that was one of John's from the last podcast. Again, not to just keep referring back, but was to read 10 pages. Maybe that's what it is, is to like sit and meditate or be in a quiet, cold space and allow your batteries to be for recharged. Sure, for sure. And one thing about Carl, Carl is such an interesting, fascinating guy. And, and if Carl, I know he listens to our podcast occasionally, you know, Carl's also, you know, a, a big radio guy. He's got a radio show that he does and does a lot of, you know, political commentary and all these different things. Carl spends a lot of time reading, getting caught up on things. And, you know, I, I've watched his, he has like live streams and stuff on Facebook. And I know that he's just done 15 houses of mowing and he, it's just him and one other gentleman that work and they're wonderful. And then I see him and he's pumped full of energy. So that tells me exactly what you just said. That tells me that he's doing something to reboot. And for him, it's getting in that connected into that zone of, of, of doing that kind of stuff. When I was a nurse working um, in the hospital, that's exactly what I did. Sometimes I did not have some, some days I had no breaks, li literally none, like 12 hour shift, just go crazy, crazy, crazy. Never, 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 no breaks. But I did go to the bathroom occasionally and I did try to drink water and I maybe tried to shove some food in my mouth. Um, sometimes I would literally go in the break room and if it was 10 minutes, I would sit down and I would meditate and, and I would put, you know, back in the day, I put earphones on or whatever. And I would literally close my eyes and I would meditate. And sometimes it would literally be for 120 you know, seconds, it would be two minutes. Um, and if that's all I had, that's all I had. Other days where I had a 30 minute, 30 minute lunch break, I would eat for 15 minutes and then I would go walk around outside, get some fresh air, refresh, or literally put my legs up. But it's, it's finding a way to 
understand and make part of your mantra of life, because I am giving to everyone else does not mean I have to take away from myself. There are ways to give to people where you are not taking away from yourself. In other words, the drain of energy, the drain of time, the drain of, of, of spiritual, you know, whatever, the, the force and the force, may the force be with you. There's ways to be able to, to share. The force is endless, right? Energy and time are not endless. The day is, John, right? 24 hours. And we only have so much, you know, adenotriphosphate. We only have so much ATP, only so much energy and so many calories in our bodies to be able to do that. So it's being able to find even those little things that maybe it's, it's when you're driving from one job to the next that you listen to a podcast or you listen to something that, that kind of elevates you a little bit. Well, I, and I, I'll go back to something that you said, which is, you know, even if it's like a short lunch break where you get, or even if it's like a 10 or 15 minute break, something else that we do in our household is, you know, between my spouse and I, which have we addressed the whole John and Jackie Kennedy thing. Do we do that like way back in the first I don't, episode? I don't know. Do you want me to do it so that you don't have to do it? So John, John's knock name, it out. John is on. John F. Kennedy. His real name is John F. Kennedy. Beautiful name. And just so happens that he was fortunate enough to fall in love with probably one of the most amazing women in the world. And her name is Jacqueline. So yes. they are John and Jackie Kennedy. Their kids are not John, John and Caroline, but they are John and Jackie Kennedy. And when I tell people that they always think I'm making it up, but it's kind of the coolest thing. When I, I tell people that they think I'm lying. Well, to them. I always They're say like, like, you know, I live next to the Kennedy compound. So, you know, it's always kind of cool. I'll tell people, you know, I introduce myself, they catch my name that we do like a whole, we have a whole dialogue about it. And then they're like, huh, wouldn't that be funny if your wife's name was Jackie? And I'm like, well, Actually, it is. And then they think I'm lying. That, that's they're like, no way. There's no way. But anyway, what I was going to say is, you know, every night when we come home, especially if it's like a, if it's a tough work day, um, it's okay to even give yourself just one night off a week. So there's this is kind of this is a concept that we're um, we've taken from Brene Brown. But we will come home and collectively say like, hey, I've got I've got 30% to give the air. I've got 10%. So the idea is like we each give 50 50. So it's the collective 100 to, you know, we have two young children, you know, bath time, bedtime routine, reading books, uh, dinner time. I mean, the, the routine from like 530 until bedtime is sometimes very tiresome and chaotic. I'll go to Jackie and I say, listen, I've got 10, like I'm, I'm toast. I've been in meetings all day. I've been busy all day. Started the day early. I'm toast. And she's like, Hey, I got you. I got 90. Like I'll do the heavy lifting today. And there's reciprocity in that. Like she knows that another day that's, that means I'm going to step up and we never take advantage of each other in that way, but it's an important thing for us as, as a couple to communicate about. But honestly, even just something as simple as taking that night off or not having to do the heavy lifting that night, that can even be a bit of a break that's helpful for people. And, and that's probably really healthy for your relationship too. And I mean, we both got, I think we both heard that on uh, Tim Ferriss's podcast when Brene Brown was on there. And um, it was such a simple way of just communicating. It's, it's, you know, communication is everything. So it's being able to say to your significant other, if you have a significant other or spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, to be able to say like, this is where I'm at right now. Um, and sometimes it's interesting if your spouse goes first and they look at you and Jackie says, I've got 20%. I hypothesize that John, if you also had 20%, but she said to you, I have 20%, all of a sudden you're going to go, I got 80. I got you, you know, cause yep. you look, cause you care about her so much. You guys have, have a beautiful relationship and you're, you're like buds and best friends and stuff. It, it it's interesting that, that human nature is when we see somebody else struggling we find within ourselves things and resources that we didn't even know we had. 
You know what I mean? We all do that. We all do that at work. You know, you get that one extra project or you're about to leave at, you know, quarter to five and that's when the phone rings and somebody in a panic says, I need this, or, you know, you're, you're fixing, you know, a refrigerator and it's your last job of the night. And then all of a sudden the, 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 the company calls and dispatch calls and says, I know you're supposed to be off, but we've got this one other, and it's a mom with three little kids and you know, da, 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 da. you know, we all can find that little bit of extra something there. And I, what I think is really cool about that communication is, um, you know, it'd be great if we even shared that and even did, um, that even at work and, and maybe not as specifically as that, because <laughs> I don't know how good it'd be if you went to work and you said to your boss, Hey, yo, I got like 10% today. So um, yeah, that probably wouldn't go as well. Make that work, dude. <clears throat> but I'm saying maybe with your coworkers, colleagues and peers, you know, especially people that are shift workers, people that work in factories, people that work, you know, um, uh, physically or, or even, you know, in a store and an office, if you have somebody that you trust and that you work well with and you're working on something together, say, you know, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit today, but I just want to be straight up honest with you. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm going to give it everything that I have. I, just, I might need a little help. Or if you see somebody struggling, say, Hey, you know, we've been working together for five years. I know you really well. I know you're going through a lot at home with this and with that. Um, how can I help make this a little bit better for you? You know, how can I help get you through that? Sometimes, you know, you know, the I'm too busy thing for some people, we all know these people, it's nobody listening to this podcast, but there are people that say they're too busy because they just don't want to really do anything. I mean, we let, I'm just going to be, I mean, we're going to, we're going to have real talk in a podcast. We've all worked with that person. That's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm so busy right now. Mm -hmm. And you look at them and you're like, dude, you've been at Starbucks for like 45 minutes. Like the only thing you've been busy at is watching the ice milk in your choke, the ice melt in your chocomoca latte. So we all know those people. So we are not addressing those people. We're talking about you guys who are legit, you know, trying to get through. So athletes, athletes have most athletes, have an off season and an on season, right? So, you know, John, you're a big baseball dude, right? I mean, mm -hmm. by the name of your dog and the name of your child and, and everything, and you're wearing a baseball hat as we speak. Um, you're a big baseball dude. Um, for those of us that are not, you know, amazing jocks like you and know all about sports and all that kind of stuff, what happens in the off season? Well, yeah, you, you train, you prepare for the next season. You, you let your body recover, which like, it's funny because when you talk to athletes, you look at them and you're like, they're like in the best physical shape ever. But what they'll tell you is like throughout the on season, their body's banged up. They right. constantly hurt. They can't lift weights because they're just trying to be able to like play that night. Right. And so the off season is their chance for their body to recover and for them to train the way that they need to, to prepare for the next season. Right. And so the off season, the purpose of an off season is to recuperate, rest, rebuild, and refocus. So to recuperate, rest, rebuild, refocus, right? So if we thought about um, how we are, um, that we need to have somewhat of an off season. Now, unfortunately for most of us, we are not multimillionaire athletes that can take off, you know, X amount of months, but let's break it down into the, to the micro and the macro. Okay. So in worst case scenario, it's giving yourself five minutes, or let's say your drive home from work is 15 minutes or 30 minutes. That could be when you listen to your podcast, that could be when you listen to your, I don't mean to age myself, book on tape. I know there's no tapes, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, re, but what is it? What would it be called? Like a, a your recorded books or e book, e -book which is really embarrassing since I've written three books and they're all on E and they're ebooks and I couldn't even come up with that myself. But thank you so much for helping your Generation X friend, Rich. Saved you, buddy. 
Yeah, always save me. I didn't come up with my word of the day to throw you off, Mr. Millennial, but um, I'll, I'll come up with something, but you're There's so still smart. still time. Yeah, you're so smart. Well, I'm you know, an ostrich, apparently, for those of you that don't know what that is, listen to one of the last few podcasts. But um, it's, it's you know, you know, in the micro, whatever your drive home is, what if you dedicated your drive home to being your off season and you made it a role, <clears throat> if you can, and some people can't, um, that I'm not taking phone calls during that drive home, that unless it's an emergency, I'm telling my kids, I'm telling my spouse, I'm telling my significant other, I'm telling my family, you know, I'm leaving work now. I, I need, you know, I need those, these 20 minutes to kind of chill. That's your podcast time. That's your music time. That's your singing, you know, your LL Cool J song as loud as you can or, or, or belting out your Mariah Carey or singing your, you know, whatever it is, whoever you like. And that's, that's your time to kind of be your off season to help you kind of recuperate. Now, if you're fortunate enough to be able to do this, maybe it's like John said, where you, you pick a day a month and you're like, this is going to be my day where it's going to be all about rest recuperation. You know, I'm going to get a massage or I'm going to, you know, go swimming in the community pool, or I'm going to, you know, get my nails done, get my hair done, whatever it is. Um, but there has to be an off season because the purpose of an off season is to maximize you for the on season. So what happens? I mean, I, we all know the answer, but John, what's the on season about? Oh yeah. I mean, you want to be able to perform and be, be the best version of yourself for right. employees, for your customers, like the people that are around you in your inner circle. Like you can't be the best version of yourself if you don't rest and recuperate and recover. Right. And it's, it, and you know what? A, a lot of times it's, it's people feel guilty. They feel guilty, right? Let's just throw that out there. Matt, would you agree? I mean, do you feel, is there a part of you that when you're doing something for yourself, I would love it if you said no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm nodding my head in approval. I would, but I would but laugh I, so I've hard. Also, I've also flipped it the other way. Today was a good example. I, I had technology trouble with, with my technology, right? There was an issue. And I, I felt guilty that I didn't get my goal in today, which I set for myself. So I've actually tried to do it the opposite way, not while I'm doing the activity or taking time for myself feel guilty. It's if I don't get that done, because I know how important it is to have a clear mind, a clear head, to be able to rest, recuperate, even if it's for 30 minutes or whatever, maybe I, I need that in my life. And I've realized that if I don't have that, I'm doing a disservice to the people that I work with because they're not getting the best nap. Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot in the last year about how important it is to take that time off for yourself, whether that's one evening a week or one day a month or a, a longer vacation or whatever. But, you know, so much of when you're an entrepreneur, you're kind of told like, you got to hustle and grind and work hard and be or it must be nice. Time. It must be nice to be able to do that. It's such a bad culture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. When you're saying that, Matt, what do you mean? It must be nice to do that. Like, tell you, know, you get from peers or you get from a boss or you get from, you know, we, John and I dealt with this um, in our career is that if we took time for ourselves, the, the common uh, theme about the people we work with was that the, the, the comment was, well, it must be nice to be able to do that. I can remember a time walking in from, I, I don't know, I think I like I worked out that morning, I came into the office late. And I definitely got a comment similar to, oh, wow, that must be nice to be able to do that. And in their minds, it was me strolling in late. But what they didn't see was that I was doing like a client call on the way in and I was shooting hoops and on a, like talking with someone else while I was shooting hoops that was something productive for work. But you need that, you, you need to be able to take that break for yourself if you want to be mentally sharp the rest of the day. Like you got to, so in that particular instance, it was for me, it was working out that morning. I, I needed in, to do it, but yeah. What's in a margarita? Like what's the, what do you, how do you make a margarita? Like what are the ingredients? A lot of tequila. tequila. 
So right. tequila, ice, triple sec, and like coconut stuff, right? And no. a margarita? No, no. I'm thinking of, thinking a, of a Long Island iced tea. I'm thinking of a pina colada. I'm pina sorry. Colada. So what's in a pina colada? So it's ice, it's the coconut flavoring, it's yep. rum, it's okay. So if you just lined up those things in shot glasses, like if you had coconut flavor, if you had ice it, and you just slam them, it would not be the same experience, right? But what you do is you mix them all together. You like bring them all, mixing them together. A lot of people always talk about work-life balance and there is no such thing. Balance does not exist. There is no time where Jackie and John are both 50-50. I, I guarantee there's been very, very, very few times you both come home and go, I'm at 50 and so are you. Wonder Twin Powers, activate. Oh, that might be where I got you, John. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No clue. Matt, do you have any idea what I'm talking about when I say Wonder Twin Powers Wonder activate? Wonder Twin is like right at my, like right at my- <laughs> I did it. I did it yeah. at the end. I did what it. Is Captain it? What Planet. I could do a Captain Planet. Like, let's put our rings together. Fire so and power. The water. Wonder Twins were superheroes and they both had rings and it was a male and a female twin. And they'd go, Wonder Twin Powers, activate. And they'd put the rings together and they'd go, one, power of the wind, one. So one of them did like earthly, like, like, dude, look it up. So it's a cool thing. But my point is you're mixing all of that stuff together to, to achieve the pina colada. And what your team wasn't seeing was you were mixing work with taking care of yourself so that you could come in. And I already know this because I know you're not going to say this about yourself, but I know where, where your past was. I know the you guys both are some of the most productive people that I know, even as friends. Like I'm friends with you. There are times that like I reach out, I'm like, hey, what about this? And you're like, hey, I'm doing this right now. And then there are times that you reach out to me and you're cool and you're very clear about, I can't do this right now because they've got this and this going on. But then you're very clear about, hey, can I come over with Ella? Can we swim for a little bit? Because you're making that time. So this is guys, all of this as we wrap this up, here's the point we're trying to make. There is no perfect balance. It does not exist. Do not feel guilty that you don't have a day where you gave 50% to work and 50% to home. Because if your kid gets sick or your refrigerator blows up or your dog needs surgery, then work is not going to be the priority in that moment. If, it, if, if possible, it's going to shift. So it's about mix. It's being able to mix things. The other thing is give yourself hacks like Matt does. You know, If the hack is putting a rubber band on a water bottle to help you achieve that, get it done. Or the hack that I do where I have to write things down. Look, I have attention deficit disorder. I was dieting. Big surprise. But I have attention deficit disorder. I've had it since I was a little kid. And I've always gravitated to places that require you to be able to multitask and do 50,000 things at once. I need to write down what I have to do. I need to have a list. I need to have that structure because if I don't, I get extremely anxious and I start to create in my mind this horrible scenario where I've got all this stuff to do. It was interesting the other day when I wrote down and it was about 12 things that I had to get done that day. I only got eight done. But when I say only, the other four were able to roll over to the next day. And even though I was so stressed that day, being able to cross off those eight things gave me a sense of Zen that I haven't felt in a very long time. To John's point of being able to layer things. Can you shoot hoops and do a call? Can you walk your dog and think through a presentation? Can you drive from one repair job to the next and listen to that podcast? There's a lot of people who are listening to this who are working and going to school at the same time. They're going to be the first people to tell you, yeah, you can do both. 
and they're doing it maybe because it's a necessity. Maybe their job is being phased out and they're, you know, being laid off from an airline or they're being laid off from, you know, an oil company. And maybe they, they're doing this because they've got to do it. So it, it's something that can get done. But here's the big thing we want to say. Don't beat yourself up. Just do what you can do. It's better to get something done. There's a quote from Lucille Ball. She said, I'd rather regret things I've done than the things I haven't done. It's better to do something and do the best you can and do whatever you can do. And maybe it didn't work perfectly. You didn't get it all done, whatever, than to absolutely freeze up and do nothing and then sit there and panic at night and say, why haven't I gotten that done? I think that being said, that's kind of what we wanted to share with you guys today. Give yourself an off season. An off season can be five or 10 minutes. Take care of yourself, layer things, figure out how you can do things together at the same time. So you're both taking care of yourself while getting stuff done. Don't beat yourself up and don't feel guilty. Give yourself little life hacks that help you get things done, whether it's a rubber band on a water bottle or a list. And above all of that, when you are giving to so, much, so many others, when you are giving to others, make sure that is not always at the expense of taking away from yourself. Also be honest, be honest with the people in your life, be honest with your coworkers, be honest with your, your significant others and say, today is a 20% day. I love that lesson from Brene Brown. Today is, I can do this much today. And you know what? You'd be surprised. And when somebody that you work with or somebody that you're in love with or you care about when they're having a 15 or 20% day, you will be amazed at how you are able to find that extra bit in yourself. All right. Well, listen, we're so grateful that you guys in your busy day have found time for this. And we hope that maybe this has helped you kind of see things a little bit different. You know, it's simple stuff and that's what we're all about. Keeping it simple, keeping it real, but we want to keep it simple and keep it real by saying, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. If you liked it, please throw us some five stars. We would like it. If you didn't like it, please just pretend like you've never heard it before. Love your comments. That would be awesome. We love that you're here. You guys take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the three to win podcast. We hope that today is a winner. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Three to Win is a podcast for the high achieving self-starter that understands there has got to be a better way to maximize their potential. You can help us create impact by sharing this with a friend or rating and reviewing our podcast. 